everyone, this is Tony Holbein from Groblox. You are listening to The Revenue Formula. In today's episode, Mikkel and I are discussing four different signs that your product market fit is slowly slipping away. And this is not just a CEO founder problem, this is a go-to market problem that you should be tackling proactively. Enjoy. Wow, what a nice t-shirt you have there. Yep. One review. That's all it'll cost you. One review. Just a really great one. Did you leave a review though? <laughs> no, I think that would be kind of odd. I really like the podcast, especially the, the, <laughs> the host with the least amount of hair. And people would still be in between. Yeah, they, <laughs> they would still it's be like, confused. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I haven't seen his back, so... (laughs) (laughs) So the thing is, yesterday, yesterday, you know this, I was working from home and... So basically not working. (laughs) Yeah, Netflix. That's it. Now, So usually the habit we have is when you're working from home, you're the one who drop off and pick up kids. All great. Super efficient, right? I go pick up all three of them. We get back home and then the two of them just immediately go to their room and just chill. They're done. Wow. And then I sit with the youngest one and just, we just watch, you know, children's TV and she's all fine. All of a sudden, she's like clearing her throat a little bit. I'm like, that's odd for a one-year-old. Did you catch something from your siblings because of all this sickness? And then, you know this thing when you go to a hotel and you want to take a shower and you turn on the water and it's just full speed and you get a bit shocked? Yeah. Basically what happened, she just puked everywhere so we had to shower right yes why am i saying this because i did not pay attention to the signs there were obvious clues that this was about to happen and i could have moved (laughs) i could have moved to kind of salvage the situation (laughs) and it's funny because today we're going to talk about some pretty important signs i know but tell me about those signs (laughs) i was clearing the throat (laughs) clearing the throat getting a bit uncomfortable and (laughs) So it's so funny when it happens and you see when it happens. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like literally like a like a garden hose. Yeah. You know, it's like so basically, and maybe we can cut this into the YouTube. So she's uh my wife is with her today because she's sick and this is how she's sleeping right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you're only listening to the audio version, you don't get a chance to see it. You need to go to YouTube YouTube. But so we're gonna talk a bit about uh, a post that you and I, <laughs> that you and I saw. On LinkedIn, uh, a gentleman, I forget his name, John, I want to say John wrote, you know what, I can't pronounce, doesn't matter, we'll drop it in the show notes. He went to a pavilion meetup, I want to say, and Jason Mm. Lemkin was there presenting, and he kind of said a really key thing, Yep. even in the good times, you're slowly falling out of PMF. Yep. And I think this is, I think, you know, why is this important for people that are uh, maybe not founders? Because everyone thinks like PMF is like a founder issue. Yeah. Like, eh, <laughs> not my know, problem. Not my problem. Moving it to another I desk. I came here after PMF, so I'm fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but the, the reality is it's kind of a, this is an everyone problem. And yeah. especially for you in the go-to market, right? So, and again, like having strong go-to market fit, it's, you know, I don't want to go into defining it because I couldn't. No. But, you know, outcomes are easier to sell easier to retain. Yeah. Guess what? You know, marketing sales here is all of you on the hook for like good pro market fit, right? And if that is slipping away, um, conceptually speaking, that will then very 
reality speaking, slip away your commission check. Yeah. Slip away. <laughs> you know that, that marketing program you had running that yeah. worked so well. It's like uh, uh, yeah. no, no more. So, so it is really something that I think a bunch of more people need to pay attention to in order to kind of really nail. Yeah. Um, instead of just um, you know looking, you know pushing this away. And I think talk to a guy he left the company by now, but. They were at four or five million or something like this. And he was basically kind of challenging the the leadership team, the CEO. It's like, hey, I'm not sure if it's really... We, we. I think he said it, you know, product market fit is usually seen as this binary thing. Yeah, the yeah. How do you don't. And he was saying, I'm not sure we have product market fit, which obviously when you tell this to someone that is, you know, went through this, <sighs> it's like, go F yourself. Yeah, yes, I don't want to have that problem yes, again. <laughs> you, yes, we have product market fit. But I think it's um, the, the educative piece here is that I think it's a scale. Yeah. Right. And I think you can you you always be sliding in the wrong direction. It's like the second law of thermodynamics. It's like you know, entropy is always you will always, you know, always will move away. And uh, I think there needs to be a good way in a com- in a company to bring up this thing without, you know, making the whole thing go implode. Yeah. And that's what Jason basically kind of brought up. Yes. And I think he's pretty fucking spot on with that thing. I like that. I mean, we at some point, we're going to get him on the show. We have to. He's such a well-tuned with... We all sad. know he's listening already. Yeah. <laughs> so, hi, Jason. Jason. No, um, not, not, now that you know, <laughs> we would like you on the show. Drop Thank us you. an email. Drop us an email. So anyway... Uh, we're By the way, talk- whoever gets us, Jason gets, you know, two... Two, two t-shirts. t-shirts. A black and a white. A black and a white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one for you and one for your spouse. Yeah. Like you choose. Yeah, you choose. exactly. So we're going to talk a bit about some of the signs because there are signs and clues to watch out for. And we have like three or four we're going to run through and we're going to make it super practical with a couple of examples. Yes. So you can kind of spot it and hopefully prime a conversation from there. And also people will start to realize, oh, wow, Michael and Tony, they're much older than I thought. They were. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, that's the first ex- yeah. the first example. Okay, it's like oh, the typewriter. Remember, you know, a chisel and the uh, yeah, hammer. So, <laughs> okay, the wanna- first the first example. Um, so the whole topic here is around you know something get you know easy gets redefined in the sense right? yeah. that's uh, the threshold that used to be really hard. Yes, and that you you know successfully cleared for people with your product. Mm. Um, now you're being perceived as the hard solution. Yeah, <laughs> that it kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, you might want to revisit that and marketing the, messaging. And the uh, the the you know the case they wanted to build is around is HipChat. Yes. So everyone raise their hands in the audience who knows <laughs> what HipChat actually is. And many people will be like, "Sorry, clueless." You know, boomer. Um, but uh, really, um, basically, this was Slack before Slack. Yes, it was right? Atlassian who kind of yes, I think Atlassian, had that one. Yes. And then, then, then basically they agreed. Okay, we lost <laughs> against Slack, and then they got shares from Slack in return to kind of stop the the hip chat thing. By the way, it's a cool story. Oh. But actually, uh, and this is maybe even even worse. Do people still remember IRC? I don't think so. this is so far back. This is so far back. Like no, people but, used it for you know illegal downloads and stuff. No, but, it's, but no, also it's, it's for like a, it's, it's a chat, it's a hosted chat. Yeah, it's yeah. basically kind of the next evolution of this is now uh, what is called Discord. Mm. Discord is basically yeah, IRC true. and you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you had this group chat kind of thing going on and uh, that was for like, you know, whatever reasons, like private reasons. Yeah. Uh, and then HipChat uh, started to be the business version of that. Yeah. Um, then, you know, I, 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 back then when we were using HipChat, yes, we used HipChat in a company and we used it because the developers used it, because yeah. they used Jira, because Atlassian is kind of a <sighs> thing. These that bundles. was the reason, by the way. Yeah. Um, 
And it was HipChat versus Hangouts. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember testing Hangouts. And oh. who, who even knows what Hangouts is? Yeah. Um, well, it's the it's the chat tool that Google developed. Uh, and we were a Google shop. So kind of that was, you know, second nature to use that. And obviously all of that got, you know, wiped out, you know, once we kind of and and th that was so that was so freaking silly. That decision making process, I was kind of yeah. managing this. The decision making process was the emojis are nicer in Slack. It's <laughs> 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 like no joke. Oh, that man. was literally the decision. The emo I mean, let's let's face it, the emojis are nicer. But I also Slack. just remember like so definitely HipChat was more convenient than Hangouts. Let's just be clear. Hangouts mm -hmm. was like a sticky bar in your yes. browse in the lower right yes. corner. You didn't yeah. have channels yes. and stuff. Yes. And then obviously HipChat did have channels, but the thing is, it was always down, was my impression. And, um, and you couldn't, so the worst thing about HipChat, in, in my experience, was you couldn't trust the notifications. Yeah. There was like, either you didn't get pinged at all, mm. or it got pinged, and then it disappeared. Yeah. For like, not the, you read it and you forgot to put it unread, yeah, or yeah, yeah. the, um, uh, someone deleted a message, kind of the, the valid reasons. Yeah. But for like, Invalid reasons. Yeah, <laughs> and and then and then basically it became a we can't we literally can't trust our communication hub anymore. No, exactly. You know that became like a a, a killer piece actually for them. And I mean, part of that is also more. I guess that's not really anything to do with ease of use. That's more a business problem that they just didn't you know succeeded in solving. But yeah. to be honest, but I think the other kicker was with Slack, and I don't know if this was there in the beginning, but at some point they they went big on integrations. Yeah. And you could start getting like, hey, meeting booked and all these kind of signals that HipChat just made had it... the same thing. They had the same thing. Okay. But it HipChat was more like a um I think it was more of a developer crowd. Yeah. Um and then the the motion was actually pretty cool. Kind of the upsell motion was pretty cool. Kind of you landed with at less than I don't know Jira or whatever they use, yeah. right? And uh, then, hey, HipChat, that's pretty easy. But once you have 30% of your company on like a chat tool, it's like, yeah, let's just roll it out to the rest. I mean, you know, yeah. ripping this out and replacing it, um, that seemed silly because you had those integration with GitHub and so forth. Yeah, and it was yeah. already there with HipChat. Um, and uh, and actually kind of that HipChat lost that game. It's pretty crazy actually when you yeah, think about yeah, it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think, you know, yes, there's this valid, hey, those, those notifications didn't show. But at the same time, it, it it for some reason these Slack guys they just nailed the product part. Yeah. It was so much easier, so much more convenient, so much nicer looking, yada yada yada, and um, and it also became the cool thing to do. Yeah, right. It's like you know, Apple uh, a decade ago was the cool thing to be yeah, on Slack, yeah. uh, not on HipChat. But you know what is also funny? Like I think the um, I told you before we hit record. It's like I used to work with WordPress ten years ago. It was the easiest solution out there. What's happened in those 10 years is more and more plugins, more and more functionality. So it's it's gotten more complex than it used to be. But then you also just have new solutions out there like, I don't know, Webflow or what, whatever they're called, where it's just it's just easy. You can get going fast. And, and I think that's just the point we're trying to make, that things, they actually change. And you got to watch out for those signs. You got to look at what is moving in the market. Uh, have you gotten a bit too complex with the solution you're offering? And, yeah. you know... Be, be careful. And and you see it, especially in the design realm, it used to be all Adobe. Yeah. Then Figma came and even Canva, right? Yeah. So they, they've just managed to kind of strip down parts of it for, yeah. for the segments they're going for. It's, making it I easy. mean, this kind of easy gets redefined to a degree. It's really this, um, and I'm not sure kind of we're going to get into this later on potentially, but it's this, 
Um, you get disrupted from the SMB always. Yeah, right? that's a classic. And here it's kind of you're being, your mode is being, you know, pulled away yeah. by being easier. <laughs> yeah. Being dumber, simpler, yeah, right? Yeah. You will always lose to the simpler solution. Let's maybe go to the next one. So um, the other one is that the problem you were solving is simply gone now. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. And that's kind of scary when you think about it. Yeah. And I, th I think to a degree, there's also the uh, innovator's dilemma and stuff, yeah, yeah. right? It's... um. You build a whole business around a specific problem and you want to kind of make sure you are not, um, uh, you know, that the, the basis yeah. for this whole business doesn't just disappear overnight. But the thing is, if you can think about a way how it will disappear, chances are someone else will also be thinking about this. Yeah. Um, and then it will disappear no matter what. You can either, you can, you can have that piece of cake mm. uh, or, it or it's someone else. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Slice like of the that. cake. I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> And the the um, thing, you know, the case we were thinking of is actually um, iTunes. Yeah. iTunes in the older days, right? Kind of when we really <laughs> yeah. think about Not this. Not now. Not today. iTunes was fucking awesome. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm an introvert. You know, I like music, but not as much to kind of go into one of those big places where you buy those albums, yeah, those CD-ROMs, yeah. and like, you know, you kind of flip through the thing. And like, everyone around is like 20,000 times cooler than you are. And you don't have any fucking clue anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and you don't want to be there as me, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't change at all, still. And you definitely don't want to go over to the store where you can just hit play yeah. for the CD and just listen, do I actually want to buy this? Yeah. So <laughs> iTunes, they solved that problem, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can't, I mean, it's not, it's not like I could go nuts because I didn't have any money for this, but iTunes was a great place to go and, you know, buy some records that, that kind of avoided this whole going to the store kind of thing, yeah. right? Which I think was great. You could put it on your iPod. Mm. They built this whole ecosystem, this golden cage. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. They were raking in the yeah, lot of money. Fantastic kind of business case. And um, then those Swedish guys came along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, no, screw all of that. Yeah. Just click this button here on, on Spotify and listen to whatever you want. Yeah. And you know what? If you let me play you know, adverts, then you can listen to it for free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy. And also, by the way, the whole story how Spotify executed this thing, yeah, yeah. insane. Um, insane, right? So what many people don't know is actually they um, gave the big studios like Warner Brothers and Universal and so forth, they're like, they gave them like um, shares of Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Not so small. All, Not all like, of, hey, you get... No, exactly. <laughs> all of those studios, yeah. uh, massive shareholders in Spotify, which basically broke up the whole market for them Yeah. versus Apple and iTunes bullying themselves into it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They and had so much leverage and then it's like, they had, boop, gone. They had. Um, and then Spotify basically kind of, you know, flipped the script on the whole thing and mm. basically, you know, unified the whole studios, which then gave them this crazy advantage and suddenly, and I mean, iTunes two degrees is kind of less so affected. Yeah. Well, you didn't need to go to the store anymore anyways. Yeah, yeah. But you also didn't need to buy anything anymore. Yeah. You just had it there. You just had it there all the time. And having a thousand songs in your in your pocket, who cares? Yeah. I actually had now a billion songs in my pocket. And I think actually what shocked me about this whole thing, because it was very clear that that problem was kind of disappearing actually, when, when Spotify came around. And obviously, it's like they didn't go global. Yeah. And they, they're not even in every single country yet, right? Keep keep that in mind. But what baffled me was how long it took for Apple to adapt. And that's, yeah. I think, the whole 
well, we're still earning lots of money. Yeah. Do we really want to shift it? And, you know, so you're kind of also locked in to a degree to kind of, you know, get the high and then also the low. But, but also, actually, if you go one step earlier, I just remembered that, um, you know, what, what paved the way for iTunes was actually Napster. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Napster was the beginning. Illegal, yeah. though. <laughs> minor, detail. minor issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there could have been the Spotify if they, instead of you know being a legal partner up with the the big studios. I don't think the market was ready there yet. No, so no, kind no. of to be you know what it was Ben Horowitz, I think, kind of doing um, doing kind of the the Napster thing. Um, but then, no, sorry, this is total bullshit. <laughs> Sean, uh, no, what's it? You know what? <laughs> this was total bullshit. He did the browser. I forgot. Anyway, uh, yeah, Napster, the browser. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> wow. Are we going to edit this out? I'm yeah. not sure. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So the, the real thing here really is... Um, this is like uh, the rock pool. No, yeah. But the the, the, the point is basically the, the problem disappeared, right? Yeah. And now iTunes obviously changed into... Um, they bought... Whom did they buy? Kind of Beats by Dre, kind of, and, and Beats by Dre bought yeah. actually this other Swedish company. Yeah. Um, Forget. I forgot as well. But now it's kind of Apple what music. Is it, Apple music? Yeah, it's yeah. just Apple music, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, kind of, that's what it is now. And I think so. The point is, like, you, you won't just go from waking up one morning and then, ah, the problem is gone. Yeah. No, one, no one needs this anymore. They're all canceled. That's not how it's going to play out. Um, so you will see the signs here. Let's move to the next one. And it's actually eerily close when you look at the case yeah. we marked down. But this is really where a buyer behavior is changing. Yeah. And you will probably see this, you know, commonalities in the cases, yeah. but we'll try and portray it a little bit differently. Because we picked Blockbuster. Again, just to depict how old we really are. I, so, I mean, I never <laughs> bought anything from Blockbuster. You know, I worked there. I mean, wow. way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Way back. Maybe it's also an East Germany thing. You know, all of Just those slip that into the those, conversation. Those, those American brands, yeah, you yeah. know, it took a little bit longer. So the so the thing is, I I remember when uh, when the first couple of smart smartphones came out, like with a touchscreen. So we're talking before the iPhone, and I also remember the iPhone. I was like, why can't I have my phone on this, or why can't I go on the internet, and all those things. And then as everything progressed, I was like, why can't I watch movies on this thing? I can hear music. Why not movies? Right. I don't want to, you know, yes, I want to watch that new movie, Jurassic Park, but do I want to, you one. know, hop on my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do I want to hop on my bike in the rain and go down there, see that they don't have any rentals of it left, rent something else, bike back and then return it the next day? It's like, yeah. no, I don't want to do that. I'll just download it on Napster. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's, so I think there was a shift in the whole behavior of people of where they wanted Shit, technology it's to Netscape. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you called it Napster, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll wow. edit it. Yeah, quotation marks. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I know you're listening. Yeah. Beers <laughs> <laughs> on me next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I think yeah. I, I think the sign is really. We'll meet at Jason's place, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I think the sign is really that there's either, you know, usually new innovation happening, or there's external changes driving changes to consumer behavior. And I think the best example you've seen recently is COVID that drove a lot of change yes. in behavior. Well, like best, folks, You need to be careful saying best, right? But basically that changed a bunch of things around. Yeah, yeah. Purchasing groceries online. Yes. Um, and you could say it changed 
a lot of things back almost. Yeah. Right? Kind of that's that's what this whole tech bubble is actually about. It's like everyone's like, okay, now we're gonna be digital for forever. Everything's gonna yeah. be digital. And it's like, ah, well, you know, not actually. But let's get back to kind of the blockbuster thing, right? So the um the the, the buyer behavior, I mean, you could say it became uh, more lazy. Yeah. You know, everyone was was navigating towards I just the lazier. Also say on demand was kind of the thing you were used yeah. to being able to make your travel plans on phone and know when to hop on the train, right? Mm -hmm. You could text someone. You couldn't do that, you know. So, no joke. I was at my mom's the other, I don't know, month or something like this. Um, and I, I looked at her and kind of, I honestly asked her, so mom, um, before the phone and the iPhone and stuff, how did people meet actually? <laughs> I mean, how did you... How did you say, hey, we're going to meet at this place, 2 p.m., be there or be square? I mean, like, how did that actually happen, right? Kind of, I don't, I don't even know how, I, I don't know how this worked, honestly. <laughs> no, honestly. <laughs> they sent a letter agreeing, you know, three weeks out. No, but also they didn't have any agreements. They just walked over. Yeah. It's like, knocked on the, hey, it's time? <laughs> no? Okay. Well, you know, walk to the next one. No. It's like, um, when I think about this now, is uh, even the planning to get there. Yeah, yeah. You do this, you know, while you're walking out the door. You're yeah, doing yeah. this basically on the fly, yeah. right? Um, anyway, I'm not sure where we're going there, no, but, but it's like the, that's kind of the, that's kind of the the unlocks that kind of happen that yeah. change everything in a completely different way, right? You can say in the blockbuster Netflix kind of case, it was like, well, Netflix was basically betting on that internet bandwidth is going to be good enough eventually, uh, so you could watch this thing. Well, I don't know if they knew, but. You know, but the, but but just to say, there were a couple of changes happening back then. You also had e-commerce really getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and people mm. getting used to wow, I can just order it and it'll arrive by mail. And that's yeah. where Netflix really started. When you yeah, think about true. it, yeah, it was true. you know, I don't want to say mail order because you didn't own it. It was mail rentals, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just where you'll notice that change where people got more savvy with tech and the internet and all that stuff, and technology caught on. Um, and that drove changes in consumer behavior. Yeah. And that's that's definitely something to watch out for. Right now, you have one thing with AI, for example, where people will add, yeah, we're an AI company, and then people expect that there's you know, a nice little chat browser where they can do prompts, and it's not there, right? <laughs> no, I mean, and then this, I mean, this is, this topic is actually centuries old. Let's just be honest yeah. about that, right? So this is not like a PMF, oh, cool, mm. new topic. No, this has like been going on for a while. There's lots of, Actual research, yeah, so funny. It's like Who was you that? Learned this at was that we had, we had Dave Boyce on the show the other day? Um, you know, probably aired by now. Uh, when you're listening to this, and um, he was saying, "Hey, we are playing scientist all the time." Yeah. it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's totally what it is. No, and then you have actual scientists. Yeah, you know, you, you could say like, "Hey, is management is that is that a science or is it not?" But you have actual scientists that kind of think about, you know, what are the disruptive forces yeah. kind of for your business, right? And, you know, Portis 5 forces and all of that stuff. And those folks developing the God particle or whatever, right? You yeah, know <laughs> you know, it's just hobbyists. <laughs> no, but it's, um, um, uh, my, my point is, um, these new technologies, they will mess with your business. Yeah. Like, let's just be clear about that. And, um, uh, you know, the internet messed with some of those businesses that we just talked about. Basically, that's yeah. actually what happened, right? And probably AI, and I hate, I hate the topic so much. It's, I think it's overhyped. I think it's overdone, blah, blah. But yes, you have to recognize, you have to, you have to, um, you know, understand that one way or another, this thing is definitely going to mess with the business that you're in. Yeah. And it might mess in good ways or bad ways with your job. 
by the way, right? So there's also a PMF for you as a person almost that you suddenly need to think, which is the scary thing actually. Yeah. You know, always like, ah, it's this company and the product, who cares? They yeah. have a better product. No, this time it's like, no, actually this machine is a better product than you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also like, you can use some of those trends obviously to, to your advantage. We we're talking about signs that you're losing product market fit, but think about the Robin Daniels we yeah. had on the show and the work they did at Matterport they basically disrupted themselves. They had, they saw the emergence of the iPhone, right? Yeah. And it was like, hey, let's try and get this tech onto the iPhone. Obviously, lots of resistance to navigate, which is why you know it's so dangerous to not you know disrupt yourself. So anyway, go back and listen to that episode. Let's move to the next. The, the next one, and it's like two Apple examples. Great. It's it's just it's just because we're using Apple too much. I because guess. they're so big. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, storage on the iPhone. Yeah. Um, and um, this was like um, this was like a biggie uh, for a long time, right? Because you uh, you had to opt when you bought the phone, which you have for usually two years, which how much storage do you want to have on the phone? Mm. And um, and this was a real pain, you know. If you didn't have the money, you kind of went for the smaller thing. But yeah. the camera was really powerful, so really quickly, like it says, like ah, oh, no, no storage. Yeah. You know, when you took a picture, it's like ah, yeah. oh, storage is full. Yeah, I mean it. That was the, honestly, this was painful. And right? honestly, I hated it. I ab I was absolutely disgusted when yes. you look. And it's like, do I need sixty gigabyte or one hundred and twenty? I kind of really want the one hundred twenty, but this is disgusting. No, but also, you know, once kind of the next, you know, iterations of the iPhone came, it's like, well, you know, the they didn't even sell it in thirty two anymore because yeah. because yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, they, you can take. 20 pictures, then 32 is full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like a 20 gazillion megapixel yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and the the interesting thing is, right, I mean, this was a massive profitability thing for them, right? Yeah. Is it is it 120 and 250 gigs? It's like, yeah. they don't care. It's the same it's like, cost like for a, them anyway. A, it's <laughs> a five, $5 more for yeah. production, right? Kind of, yeah. that's the thing. But they basically kind of charged, I don't not double, but like 30, 40% higher, yeah. right? So all of that is sweet, sweet profit right yeah. there, right? <laughs> And then what happened, and actually made click for me super late, like super late, uh, because usually you think about like online storage, it's like Dropbox or Box yeah, or kind yeah. of all of these things. And it's kind of an awkward integration with your uh, with your pictures. They yeah. can do it, by the way, it works. We did it. But the much simpler solution is you just do an, what is it, is it an iCloud, yeah. iCloud storage or something like this? Yeah, plus you also have streaming services now where you don't need them on your device. No, but it's, I'm, I'm just saying, right, it's um, you just buy, I think my wife and I, we have like the family setup. Like, I think we're sharing like 50 terabytes. <laughs> you have, uh, must tea. have a lot of pictures. T, <laughs> not gigabytes, terabytes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of, we went for this subscription, right? And what happens now, um, I, we always by default buy the smallest phone possible, which is like, it's still going to be 250 gigabits, by yeah. the way. Because, um, yeah, you're not looking at every single picture all the time, mm. which basically means what the iPhone does, it stores the uh, low resolution version of it. When you kind of scroll up and down, yeah, that's yeah. what you see. But the actually high resolution is just deleted from your phone and it lives in the cloud now. Yeah. Um, which basically made this whole thing disappear of, oh, you can't store anything anymore, right? The yeah, only yeah. thing we get is I upgrade your iCloud storage, which, you know, 50 terabyte doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> but um, it's another case. And again, kudos to to Apple, it, you know, disrupting themselves yeah. here um, by taking the sweet, sweet profit margin and kind of flushing it down the toilet because the, 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 the you know, cloud storage, not that profitable. It's it's not that profitable as that. I, I mean, no. the iPhone basically, I think, in history of the planet, 
has been the most profitable piece of anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> and and cloud storage is just so undercut by AWS and Azure and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, you know, this is not this is not so super profitable anymore, but they realize that this is where the market is going and then they kind of wave goodbye to this, yeah. right? And so I think what's really important is the sign is really around the willingness to pay at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And I think you and I, we discussed there's like two dimensions. Either the utility drops while the price is the same, which is essentially what happens with the storage. Mm. Uh, if they had kept that pricing model, the utility just wouldn't be there, yeah. honestly. And they wouldn't be willing to pay or even able to or prefer going somewhere else, right? Um, and the other case is obviously we've, you know, I thought a lot about this in, you know, some of our episodes where we talked about price increases and how it compounds and it's such a magical way to grow yeah. your business. But try and, you know, extrapolate this five, six years out. The customer has an exponential cost on their end. Have you then justified that with additional functionality? Yeah. And I think this is absolutely critical. And that change, that like this problem can be self-inflicted or it can be inflicted by change uh, in the market, right? By technology, by consumers, by competition. Yeah. yeah. And I think the the really cool thing here is they, um, they actually increase utility decrease price basically at the same time right yeah and um they they found a solution that is um not making you feel like you have less you have less storage comparatively speaking on your phone but you never needed all of that storage anyway no. right so kind of they found a way to kind of to to you know hit uh you know on both ends but also um knowing that online storage is kind of perceived differently they made this price ridiculously low right but even more non obvious business challenge wise they've commoditized that part of mm. their product right they 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 are in a commoditized space so there's yeah. like to your point there's lots of competition there on cloud storage right yeah. and that's just another factor as well i think with with this piece what might happen for some so i'm thinking about all the calendar booking tools no actually actually kind of just to kind of stay in this vein for a second what they what they have done is they basically presented an easier solution than the dropbox sure right yeah. that's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. what they did kind of because that's what we had before uh, kind of a you know Dropbox, you have it on your phone, and then basically everything that goes into the photo yeah, folder yeah, is yeah. being uploaded. But it would still need to go and delete the photos, actually. Yeah. And what uh, Apple is doing, they're just doing this. It's just automatically. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to care about it. Anymore. And then probably some smart listener go, "Well, you can have the iPhone automatically delete the photos, yeah. but then you have yeah, to sure. uh, do that, sure. right? Set I need to teach and, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now path of least resistance. Yes. So, I think. You know, what are the, there's some cool stories and stuff, I get that, but takeaways here, um, we took some very non-SaaS, non-B2B big examples here to kind of build the case. Also to show you and maybe your CEO, it's a normal thing. These yeah. things do happen. Don't get married to, you know, you having the PMF check mark. It, it might be fading away and it, that's okay. And you need to be thinking about this and you need to be thinking about this not only as a CEO and founder, but as a commercial leadership team as well, right? Yeah. Because a lot of your metrics will kind of cling to that one thing or will really come out of this thing. And then we talked about a couple of different ways to think about it. Easy gets redefined, the problem suddenly kind of disappears, buyer behavior changes. And you know, this is like a PLG thing actually, kind of that's yeah. buyer behavior yeah. changing by the way. And then, you know, unable to to kind of pay necessarily or the utility of whatever you paid for kind of decreases for you, right? And there are probably a couple of others, but I think that was a really cool list to kind of go through. And um, again, don't shy away from that stuff. Lean into it rather, because that's just 
that just the laws and physics of, of how the market works and and try and tackle that conversation um you know if you see it it needs to be done yeah that's it thanks, thanks. everyone for listening and uh see you next time bye bye thank you bye